So it's the morning time and you need your child to get up out of bed, get dressed, brush their teeth, eat, um, get ready for school or daycare or just the day in general, but they refuse. Or maybe it's bedtime and you need them to do the same thing. You need them to put on their pajamas, brush their teeth, go potty, hop into bed, but everywhere you turn, they are refusing you. They are putting up a fight. Now, it's no secret that routines are one of the hardest parts of parenting, right? They are the perfect breeding ground for power struggles because nine times out of 10, Routines involve things that our kids don't want to do, right? They'd much rather play and do what they want to do. Also, it often involves them and their body, right? So it's a perfect breeding ground for power struggles. And now, obviously, we can't skip routines. So how do we get through them without it being such a constant fight? Well, in this episode, I'm going to break down three common reasons why kids refuse to cooperate during routines in the first place. And then I'm going to also be sharing some practical tips on how to increase cooperation and cut back on those power struggles. I'll also be sharing a free gift with you um, for if and when they refuse refuse um, to cooperate, what do you do then? Well, don't worry, I got you covered. We're going to talk about all of that in this episode. So let's dive in. Hi, hello, and welcome back. If you are new here, I am Dr. Jasmine. I am a mom of two with one on the way, and I'm also a clinical psychologist. And around here, I love to talk about all things positive discipline, potty training, tantrums, aggression, sibling rivalry, and all that fun stuff. So if you are new here, definitely consider hitting that subscribe button. I'd love for you to join our family. Also, let's cut right to the chase because I don't want you to miss this. I want to share my free new um, guide with you, which is um, age-appropriate discipline guide. I often get this question asked, Dr. Jasmine, how do I know if my discipline approach is appropriate for my child and their age and their developmental level? What do I do when they refuse to cooperate? Well, don't worry. This this is why I created this guide. So you're covered. I share about 10 uh, different discipline strategies you can try with your kids depending on their age. So I go over infant, toddler, and preschoolers. I also go over the three important components um, to make sure that that you include in your discipline approach. Um, so to grab your free guide, all you have to go to is the mompsychologist.com forward slash free dash guide. The links will be in the description and the comment section if you are watching on YouTube. All right, let's dive into this episode. Okay, so why do kids resist routines in the first place, right? Why is it a constant struggle and a constant fight just to get them to put on their pajamas? <laughs> or brush their teeth, right? You guys do this every day. They know the drill, but so why are they resisting us? Um, well, let me share three common reasons. Reason number one is because our priorities as the adults in the relationship often do not align with our child's priorities, right? What we think is important for them to do is not often the same as what they think is important to do, right? Kids, if you think about it from a developmental perspective, are all about the here and the now. They're all about right now, in this present moment, what do they want, what do they need? It's hard for them, especially if you have a toddler and a preschooler, for them to see into the future and 
and to understand that, oh, okay, I am brushing my teeth, I am getting dressed, I am doing all of this to set myself up for success in the future, right? They are thinking about the now and what they often wanna do in the now is play, <laughs> right? Um, and so oftentimes we get into this clash during routines because our priorities are not aligned, right? It doesn't make sense that they have to stop what they're doing um, and what they enjoy and what they want um, and do something way less fun, right? <laughs> like putting it on your pajamas and getting ready for bed, right? Kids are about the here and now, they're about the instant gratification and they're often self-focused because they're coming into their own identity again, especially if you have a toddler and a preschooler. This is These are the years where they are forming their own identity. They go through another huge phase during the teenage years. <laughs> so we'll see this again when they're preteen and teens, but they're forming their identity, which makes means that they're often very self-focused and it's harder for them to get outside of themselves and understand things from others' perspective. Uh, reason number two why your child uh, might be resisting your routines is that it has to do with their bodies. They know on a fundamental level, right, when we are brushing their teeth, when we are putting on their pajamas, when we are going potty or asking them to go potty, right, this has to do with them and their body. And they know this, right? And none of us, especially our kids who are, again, coming into their own identity, their own independence, right? They're like, I understand now, we are different. See, when they were babies, they thought that we were all one and the same. <laughs> I was we, and they could not differentiate themselves. Well, now that they are older and they have um, their, you know, their, their brain is developing, they understand, oh, I'm a separate person than my mom and my dad and my siblings and whoever, right? I exist, <laughs> right? And so that means that this is my body and you're trying to tell me to do something with my body and I can resist. And that is a very powerful thing to, to come into, right? That I have my own body and I get to control my own body. And so oftentimes kids are resisting because we're they feel like we are forcing them to do something that has to do with their bodies. And that is going to feel unfair to them, right? Instinctively, it's going to cause that power struggle, right? Eating, if you think about it, eating, sleep, and potty training are the perfect breeding grounds for power struggles because it involves their bodies. Reason number three why kids often resist routines is because we as the adults, okay, we need to have a little bit of a reality check, and I'm guilty of this too. But oftentimes, we as the adults have not taken an adequate time to connect with our little ones. Our little ones feel disconnected from us. They feel like we are just shuffling them from one thing to the next, that we just wanna hurry up so that they go to bed or hurry up so that they, we can drop them off at school or whatever it is, right? They feel like we are rushing them through this. They feel disconnected from us. And so oftentimes they're gonna resist, they're gonna dig in their heels because it doesn't feel good to them. They don't feel connected with us. They don't feel like this is a team effort. <laughs> this feels like it's, you know, I'm doing this to you versus I am doing this with you. And so if we can think about routines as moments of connection and moments of building the relationship and adding to their cup, and moments to actually slow down, even though I know oftentimes we're rushing them through these things. But if we can slow ourselves down, 
they are going to resist us less and I'm kind of getting into the tips so let's dive into those um, so here are three practical tips to increase cooperation during routines um, and I know you know we've all heard about sticking to consistent routines so I won't go over that in this episode but I just want to say <laughs> it is really important to have a very consistent routine and I would work on nighttime routine and then morning routine but both of those are important um, and if you have a nap time or a quiet time routine which I'm a huge fan of quiet time if your child isn't napping that is another routine to work on but I won't get into that because I know you've heard that time and time again but consistency and predictability are so important so I just wanted to throw that out there also I'm sure you probably heard to give kids choices throughout routines right would you like the red shirt or the blue shirt um, I won't get into that either because <laughs> I'm sure you already heard that but I just want to throw those in that even though you keep hearing these things um, they are very important and they do play a, a powerful role in increasing cooperation because your child feels like one the world is safe and predictable I know what to expect and this feels this feels familiar also too they like having choices because again resisting is they're coming into their power so if we can give them more power and control on the back end they'll less likely to resist but anyways I'm not gonna get into that tip number one and I alluded to this just a second ago but it is to connect prior to routines, right? I know that oftentimes we are rushing, right? We are in a time crunch, we are trying to get to work, we're trying to, we're exhausted for the day and we're just trying to wrap up so we can go rest. I get it, right? I totally get it. But I need you to understand that when we slow down with our kids, when we take time to connect with them before routines and during routines, it's going to make it go smoother. Even if it's just five to 10 minutes before the routine, just to slow everybody down. I want you to think of routines as your time of the day to connect rather than your time of the day to shovel them <laughs> through a million and one different tasks if you think about it routines are put up uh, our routines are comprised of several different tasks right several different things that we need our child to do and it revolve and it involves several different transitions and transitions right going from one thing to the next to the next to the next those transitions, even though in our adult brain, you're like, you know, you do this every day, whatever, right? You know the drill. I know the drill. It seems very, like, obvious and easy. These different transitions can be stressful for kids. And so if we can honor that and get and kind of look at it from their perspective, then we can, we can see the importance of connecting and slowing down during these moments, right? So it doesn't feel as stressful. The more stressed your child is... And the more disconnected they feel from us, the more they're going to resist us. So tip number one is to connect with them prior to routines. So when you go to connect with them prior to routines, maybe you join them in the play that they're already doing. Or maybe you're like, hey, let's take a minute and play for 10 minutes before we have to get ready for bed. Or hey, let's take a minute and cuddle in the bed before we need to get up and get ready for our routine. And during those moments, you are you know, just boosting them up with lots of positive language, right? 
remember our energy is so important and if we use our positive language to kind of really build them up and affirm them they're going to feel better about themselves and that's going to lead to better behavior so again some some ideas for connecting is to join them in whatever they're doing spark some conversation have them sharing ideas right really just taking time to listen to them what's on their mind right what they're thinking about uh, what they're excited for in the day or what was something that really was um that they're proud of that happened that day or what was a high and a low from the day whatever it is just spark a conversation with them and really just listen to whatever they have to say or you know just getting down on their level and just giving them lots of eye contact and a warm smile and again using your language and your nonverbal cues to connect with them can go a long way and just making the routines a whole lot smoother tip number two is to give a quick heads up prior to the routine starting right prior to all of these tasks that we need them to do let them know right especially if they're playing or do doing something else we want to give them a heads up again remembering that routine is just comprised of a bunch of different tasks that take a lot of different transitions and we're going to need to take their energy and their focus away from what they're already doing to do something else so we just want to give them a heads up um, five minutes before and then maybe one minute before just hey we're about to get ready for bed soon you know put the last finishing touches on your drawing or whatever they're working on right just letting them know and in that five minutes bonus tip kind of going back to tip number one join them in what they're doing and so they feel connected with us and then it's just a natural transition all right time's up now you can use something like the timed timer um, and set it for five or ten minutes so that they have a visual cue uh, for when that their time is up but that can just be a wonderful way because remember kids love predictability it can be incredibly hard if kids don't know what's coming next and they feel kind of like caught off guard by the routine right even though you're like we do this every day <laughs> if they're in the middle of something remembering that they're all about the here and now it can be very jarring and upsetting if we're like all right time's up right without giving them a heads up and bonus tip while you're going through the routine and just your day in general give them a verbal breakdown of the routine this is something that i do all the time and i especially did this with my girls when they were toddlers right first we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do that and then we're gonna do this and after breakfast we're gonna go to the store then we're gonna go to the park and then we'll come home and have lunch right you're just kind of just softly planting those seeds of what is coming first second third right and just letting them know in a very matter-of-fact but also friendly and you know warm way that this is what to expect because if you think about it too kids don't have a lot of control over their routine they don't have a lot of control over their day but if they feel like we're including them in this and we're letting them know hey heads up this is coming next right this is what we have on the agenda for today they'll feel included and they'll feel overall just more safe right and and like the world is more predictable and then tip number three is to use those when then statements <laughs> i can't suggest this enough this is one of my go-to's 
and I am just such a fan of when then statements because they're such a great way to set an expectation of what you need them to do and then what fun thing is going to happen after it gets done right helping them understand we're in this together i'm on your side we're working as a team and this is what you can expect after we get everything done right so when you brush your teeth get ready for school and put on your clothes then we can go downstairs and have some fun playtime and or you know watch one show or listen to a song whatever it is right just let them know when you do x then y will happen when you go potty then we can head out the door and get to the park or get to school or whatever it is um, but use those when then statements so you add all the task first and then the fun thing later now bonus tip is to whenever possible add play into your routines right have a playful approach add songs add races my kids love to race right just the other day you know my little one was acting silly she didn't want to you know uh put on her pajamas and she was being all silly and goofy and i said you know what let's see how quick we can put on her pajamas and she looked at me and she was like yes let's go <laughs> so i'm counting and she's getting in them and then it was like 10 seconds and i was like all right let's see if we can beat that time tomorrow and she's like yeah right so especially if you have a competitive one turn things into races right as much as possible just get playful um, because again the more connected our child feels with us the more they're having fun um, the more that this feels less like work <laughs> less like just shuffling along from one thing to the next the better they are okay the better they're gonna cooperate so when you can add a little play uh, to your approach whether that's singing songs playing a game turning on some music dancing and getting silly um, as much as possible add that in sprinkle that into your routines and they'll go a lot more they'll go a lot smoother and you will also have fun, more fun as well um, now again you know I know you're probably like okay but what happens if they refuse this right despite all my best intentions and my best approaches what do I need what do I do well you do need a backup plan right if and when they refuse so that's why I created the age-appropriate uh, guide to disciplining toddlers and preschoolers I also included infants as well where I go through um, so, some different examples based on your child's age as well as three important components to positive discipline so you can download that guide by going to the mompsychologist.com forward slash free dash guide to snag that free guide so that you are prepared. All right, that is it for this video or this episode, I should say. I will see you in the next one. Bye.